0: Welcome to TVN's praise podcast hosted by Matt and Laurie Crouch where you will hear interviews with some of your favorite Bible teachers pastors authors and Christian leaders on today's episode Matt and Laurie Crouch hosts New York Times best-selling author Samuel Rodriguez listen in as Pastor Sam reveals that through God's power you can confront the darkness in your life and in the world around you
1: we want uh, reconciliation amongst people but just just do your thing. You, you are a minister of the gospel. Do your thing. We want to sit here with you for a while.
2: Well, let's, let's and I want to just unpack this a bit. And it's, it's what God placed in my heart since the beginning of the year. I was praying and fasting and asking God with everything that's taken. This is after the election, right? And again, I'm not political. I'm prophetic. I'm not political. I don't, I, my mantle is to, to speak truth to power without ever sacrificing truth on the altar of expediency. Got it. So there are convictions that guide me and compel me. And, and I really believe I heard from the Spirit of God telling me, Samuel, this is a year of creativity, connectivity, and covering. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: Creativity, connectivity, and covering. By creativity, God is a way maker. Yeah. God will make a way where there is no way.
1: Yes,
2: It's the God of Genesis chapter 1 and Isaiah chapter 43. He will make a path, a way in the desert, in the wilderness. But Genesis 1, he'll make something out of nothing this idea of creativity is not only God making a way where there is no way, and God is making a way where there is no way. So regardless of your circumstance right now, the God we serve makes a way where there is no way. But he likewise places in us creative ideas. These these God-given ideas of creativity for us to be able to create something that hasn't been created before. And it's connectivity, God bringing you together with the right people and resources, and then covering it all under his grace-filled work. So I'm asking God, what to give me an example of a narrative, and he, and he showed me Abram, Abram and Abraham, Abram, who's later on Abraham. And Genesis chapter 12, powerful story, but it captures the Christian faith in a nutshell. Okay. He looks at Abram and tells Abram, Genesis chapter 12, here's what I want you to do. I want you to leave your parents' land and covering. Depart from that land. If you depart from that land, I'm going to bless you but not only will I bless you, I'm gonna make you the greatest blessing to everyone you know. Mm. That's it, we're done. (laughs) Call it a day. Turn your back on everything that keeps you away from God. Turn your back on everything that keeps you away from God. God is telling him, turn your back on everything. And the reason is not, it was because of becoming some some sort of cult. Leave your family and don't, it's because Abram's family was polytheistic. They worshiped many gods. It was a pagan family. So what God is telling him is turn your back on everything that keeps you away from me. And I'm not only going to bless you, I'm going to make you the greatest blessing to everyone you know. Mm -hmm. That's the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Turn your back on everything. And you do it not with your own strength, but by accepting the grace-filled work of Jesus, what Jesus already did. Turn your back on everything that keeps you away from me. And I will bless you, but I'm not only going to bless you. I'm going to make you the greatest blessing to everyone you know. So here's what I'm believing this year. This year, God is not only going to bless you. I am believing in the name of Jesus. Now, you got to turn your back. Turn your back on every action, word, deed, and thought. Turn your back on the shame and the religious condemnation, on the experience. Turn your back on the unforg- Turn your back on everything that keeps you away from God. Mm-hmm. And this year, not only is God going to bless you, but listen carefully. This is the year. That you will emerge as the greatest blessing to everyone you know, mm. in the name of Jesus, mm. without exception. That's
0: beautiful. beautiful.
2: That's beautiful. That's God's word, yeah. man. Wow. That blew me away. I'll, turn your back. He's going to bless you. But the idea is to become the greatest blessing. This is a pivot. This is not the year where you're going to say, God, bless me. This is the year where you say, God, make sure every single day you make me the greatest blessing to everyone I meet. Wow. This is a year you pivot from God answer my prayer to God make me the answer to someone else's prayer today. Mm. You will experience so much overflow and abundance this year Mm. through the grace filled work of Christ. There will be so much second Corinthians nine, eight, where God will provide everything you need so much. So you will have leftovers to share with others. It'll be a year of overflow, not for you to be braggadocious about the overflow, but for you to emerge as the greatest single blessing to everyone you know. Mm-hmm. You are about to become the greatest blessing to your entire family, yeah. to all of your friends, to your community, to your neighborhood, to your city. We need to emerge as the greatest blessing to our entire nation and for the, for the entire world for that sake. But it, it emerges when we turn our back. But there's one more component to this, which I find it to be very interesting. The, turn your back, you turn your back, you're blessed. You become a blessing. By the way, that's, I know that's Genesis 12. Galatians 3.14 says, Through Christ Jesus, all the promises of Abraham are yours. Mm. Without exception. And we receive the affirmation of those blessings through the presence of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 3.14. So it's promise, Old Testament, but New Testament in grace. Those promises are mine and they are yours. Not only that, I love this. So Abram comes out. He turns out, turns around. And he's a nomad. A nomad means he would go from one place to another looking for resources, and then he would never settle down. And we have spiritual nomads today. We have people that what they do is they never, ever live in the blessing. They spend their entire time looking for blessings. And this Christian faith of ours is one where we are in perpetuity looking for one blessing. This is going to maybe rock your theological world. And knock your theological socks off. (laughs) God does not want you to pursue blessings. Mm. Yes, I just stated that. (laughs) He wants you to pursue his righteousness, him, and the blessings will come after you. Yes, amen. The blessings will overtake you. You have to stop looking for blessings and start living a blessed life. Yes. Start living in the blessing. In Christ, we are blessed. He is the all of all. Colossians chapter three. He is the all of all. Everything that matters is in him. Every single blessing is in him. So we need to start living a blessed life. Stop looking for things that are already ours. Mm. We need to start living that blessed life. And the Bible says that he settled between, he finally settled between Bethel and Ai. Bethel means the house of God. Ai means the heap of ruins. This man who was a nomad, finally settled temporarily until the famine came. And we need to know, as Christians, we need to mature. And if you're watching right now, we need to distinguish and differentiate between the heap of ruins and the house of God. Mm -hmm. We need to know where things are located. And all of a sudden, he leaves to Egypt because a famine came up. This is all Genesis chapter 12. And he didn't pass the famine test because we all go through famines. We've all been through famines. The Solomon says that even in the famine, we will have an overflow of abundance if we adhere to God's word. Mm -hmm. So here it comes. This is my favorite part. (laughs) He leaves Egypt. He leaves to Egypt. On the border of Egypt, he has an encounter with Pharaoh's men. Abram looks at his wife who is drop-dead gorgeous. I'm not making that up. She was beautiful, drop-dead gorgeous. And he looks at his wife, Abram looks, and I can't imagine me saying this to Eva. He looks at his wife and says, you're so beautiful that the moment they see you, they're going to want you. Now, would not automatically say, well, avoid that entry point, don't go to Egypt, go somewhere else, <laughs> maybe go to Stockton? There are other options, right? Hmm. And he comes around and says, here's what I want you to do. When you get to Egypt, do not tell them you are my wife. Tell them you are my sister because you are beautiful. And the moment, read it, Genesis chapter 12, the moment Pharaoh is aware of the fact that you are my wife, they will kill me. So tell him you're my sister because you are beautiful. Here it is. The spiritual Pharaoh of this day and age is not after the ugly things in your life. He's after the beautiful things in your life. Wow. The is not coming after your failure, he's coming after your success or your potential success. Mm. You think the devil's coming after the things that already are broken and failed? He's coming after your dream and your destiny and your faith and your integrity because these things are beautiful. They are God-given, God-constructed, and God-ordained. The reason you're going through the warfare you're going through right now is not because you're full of ugly. Mm -hmm. It's because you're full of beautiful. Come on now. You're beautiful. You are beautiful. You may be saying, but I don't feel beautiful right now. My family is not beautiful. My kids are not beautiful. I'm surrounded in this environment. I'm broken. There's addiction. There's, my, my, my marriage right now is suffering in great angst. My finances are falling apart. My faith, my integrity, my mind. I'm here to tell you there is beauty inside of you. Yeah. Pharaoh wants what's beautiful. The enemy's coming after you not because you're ugly, but because you're beautiful, even if you don't see that beauty. There's beauty inside of you. There's great purpose inside of you. There's great destiny for you. But in the name of Jesus, right now, live on this program, we have the biblical audacity and faith in the name of Jesus to declare that today you will rise up and you will say, Pharaoh, you will never touch the beautiful things in my life ever again. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to say that one more time. I dare you right now. I, I dare you. I double dare you to raise your voice. Come on now. To raise your voice. But Pastor Sam, my kids, they're so, they're beautiful. I'm telling you, they're beautiful. Thank you, Lord. It's the word of God that says they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Pharaoh's after the beautiful things. Yes. The beautiful things in here. The beautiful things out here. He wants the things that are beautiful for him. But in the name of Jesus, maybe before be it via the conduit of your own indiscretion or doing, or be it something that was imposed upon you, something that was done to you. Maybe you gave up your Sarah, your Sarai. Maybe you gave up the beautiful things you had because you were full of fear. In 2017, in the name now. of Jesus, Come on now. Pharaoh will never Thank you, again touch the beautiful things Things that God has given you and your family. Come on, if you believe that, shout "Amen" amen right now because this is God's word for you in this place. Your family is beautiful. Your faith is beautiful. Your integrity is beautiful. Your future is beautiful. Your health, your finances, your destiny is beautiful. And Pharaoh no longer has access to the beautiful things in your life. In Jesus' name. I sense such the presence of God right now, the presence of God. I'm I'm moved right now in the spirit, man. My God, come on, father, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. in the name of Jesus, every single one of your children called by your name right now, Mm. the beauty in each and every one of every person watching this program right now, there's beauty even underneath the rubble and the brokenness and the pain and the tears and the scars and the wounds, there's beauty. It is the beauty of your touch, your Imago day, your purpose, your destiny.
1: Thank you, Lord.
2: Lord, they're beautiful. Every family watching right now, every household is beautiful. And we acknowledge the fact that this is the reason why Pharaoh, the spiritual Pharaoh, pursues the beautiful things in our lives. But today, in the name of Jesus, right now, I decree and declare by the authority of God's Thank word, you, this is the last day, this very moment, Thank whatever you, it may be, this very moment is the last moment Pharaoh will ever have access Thank you, Lord. to the beautiful things in our lives. We speak the authority of the grace-filled work of Christ. Thank you, Lord. We speak the name of Jesus, the word of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the salvation, deliverance, and healing of Jesus, the all and everything and everything and all. In the person of Jesus Christ, we speak that right now. And we speak right now, by the way, in Jesus' name. The funny thing is that Pharaoh then gave everything back, right? Wow. He gave everything back. He gave everything back, everything back. He gave Sarah back, maybe he gave everything back. And they went away. And he wasn't like, and it seemed like somehow Pharaoh was rewarding Abram's lie. No, Pharaoh wasn't. It wasn't that God somehow rewards your failure. God rewards your future. Come on now. And God was taking care of where he was going to next. Mm. So I am believing this year, whatever Pharaoh did succeed in taking in the past is the year. You are getting back everything the enemy took away from you. In the name of Jesus, you're getting your family back. You're getting your health back. You're getting your finances back. You're getting your integrity back. Come on. You're getting your prayer life back. You're getting your righteousness back. You're getting your holiness back. You're getting your testimony back. You're getting your reputation back. You're getting it all back. You're not getting half of it back. You're getting it all back in the name of Jesus.
0: We hope you're enjoying the praise podcast. We'll get back to the interview soon. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Okay, one more thing. One
2: more thing. Yep, yep, just, yep, it has yep, to do yep, with yep, the yep, graceful work of Christ. Abram technically speaking failed two tests he failed the famine test he left the promise because of a famine read it we all go through famine tests we're all tested remember when you were growing up and we would see the emergency broadcast system there's only a test yeah
0: Yeah.
2: growing up i grew up so i grew up in a a pentecostal environment so i really i know you couldn't tell yeah but (laughs) So I grew up, and because I was a kid growing up, I I would look at that in the middle of the night, and I would think the rapture took place. Mm. Wow. Because beep. Mm -hmm. So my dispensation at that time was of such that I would look to my parents to see if they were still in their room. Right. And then I would look to my sisters, but then I would always fight over my sisters, so that that would be disqualifying, (laughs) right? But it was only a test. We get tested. We get tested. Abram failed the famine test, and then he failed the truth test. He lied about his, his wife. That's what the law is. Wow. It's a, it's a continual test. Does, has anyone in this audience or anywhere out there, have you, be honest now, in full disclosure, has anyone ever cheated on a test, be it from kindergarten to high school or college? Even for one moment, if you have cheated on a test, raise your hand, confess right now. La sangre de Cristo. I can't remember <laughs> <that>.
0: <laughs> I know
2: I did. So uh, the bad: I know majority, I did. The, you yeah. know yeah. I did. I know you the did. The vast majority <laughs> of people have cheated on a test. Watch this, watch this. <laughs> We've cheated on a test. The law was a set of tests. Mm. Wow. You know what, you know what, what took place on the cross? What took place on the cross is Jesus saying, even Moses failed a test, Abram failed a test, David failed a test, Samson failed a test, Solomon failed a test. And no matter who, without exception. They all failed the test. Jesus came along and said, "Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the test for you, mm. <laughs> and I'm going to take it. I will pass the test and take the test and pass the test, so you will never fail the test you, again." Wow. That's living a grace-filled life. Yes. Religion would tell us we have to continually take the test. What do you? Jesus already did it all. Thank you, Lord. He took the test. So every single time we are tested. All we have to do is produce the test that Jesus already took and passed. And there it is. We cannot fail if all we do is lift up the reality that Christ already paid for it all. Thank you, Lord. And we have already been proven, not by what we do, but by what he already did on the cross. And that's called being saved and living a grace-filled life for the glory of God. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Wow.
0: Mm, Beautiful.
1: We are attempting to be light on this broadcast. We want you to get the latest uh, book from Pastor Sam Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Be Light, uh, Dr. Ronnie Floyd says, through Be Light, Sam Rodriguez calls us to know what we believe, to stand for it courageously, and to change the world. And so what what was your mission in this book, uh, and what were you trying to get put down in print so that people can have a changed life. What, what's in here?
2: Because we've heard all of our lives, Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world, and he is. But then Jesus pivots in Matthew chapter 5 and says, Stop! You are light. Yeah. Wow. If you have me, you're the light of the world. You be light. Are you going to complain about the darkness or are you going to turn on the light? Matter of fact, you be light. Wherever you show up, darkness must flee. The mission is to activate every single person on the planet to be Light. Because every single time light stands next to darkness, light always wins. Yeah. Yes.
1: You know, uh, Sam, the, the, the idea that what you've got in here, this book reminds me a little bit of Paul Bilheimer, who if you wound the hands of time back, even in this studio, if you wound the hands of time back 30 years, Paul Bilheimer could have been sitting just right there. Paul and Jan Crouch would have been sitting here Evie Hill would have been sitting where you were. You weren't born yet, I don't think. But, I was a baby. Uh, and, and so, uh, but the same concept that may, basically gave my parents the confidence. My dad wrote in his book, uh, which was Destined for the Throne. My dad wrote uh, that I, I want the Bible in one hand and Destined for the Throne in the other hand. And gave my parents the confidence to go and build uh with the partners of TBN, Trinity Broadcasting. I mean, the idea of Christian television was in its infancy in the 70s right. and and the 80s and and you know what we're talking about is being echoed from the founding, you know, at one point Billheimer was kind of the patriarch of Trinity Broadcasting and and my parents love Paul uh Billheimer and the and the books that he wrote. This this echoes a little bit of that sentiment that we just simply need to be light. Jesus pivots, says, you are the light of the world. You're the light and, of the world. And, and, and you know, it, it, the, the other thing that everyone has to realize is on the cross, you know, Jesus is declaring, you know, it's finished. That's right. And that all power, I mean, Jesus' own word, all power. all power has been given unto me in heaven and earth. Therefore, Go and make disciples of nations, you know, and I'll, I'll be with you even to the end of the age. So if Jesus has all power, how much power does the devil have? None. It's, it's, None. It's, it's a smoke screen. It's,
2: it's, it's smoke. It really Earth. is. It's, it's all a mind
1: game. It's, it's as a man thinks. Yes. So is he. Indeed. And so Light this, bringers. This, what? Light bringers. Light bringers. This is. Uh, echo from the from
2: the past brought forward the most powerful light on the planet if you do your scientific due diligence Back full circle. That's why this it an anointing on this because it really captures from the moment. We started to now unity The most powerful light in the spectrum takes place when all the colors of the spectrum Converge at hmm. one point at one time. I kid you not the most powerful light is when you get all the colors in the rainbow Together, it produces the whitest, most brightest light. Come on! If we would come together, if we would all come together, if black, white, yellow, and brown, if Republicans and Democrats, if if Patriots and Falcon fans, if we would all come together. (laughs) That's not. Is that too early? Is that too early? That's that's, That's too early. Still a little. But if we would all come (laughs) together, too soon. Too (laughs) soon. soon, (laughs) If we would all come together, really. But if we would really come together, the answer to the darkness. In America and around the world is a united church. Wow. Wow. A br- wow. Beautiful. <laughs> a divided church can never and will never heal a broken nation. Come on. Wow. John 17, come together. So here's the message: be one and be light.
0: Yes.
2: And we'll change the world. Wow. Amen. Wow. Yeah. I love this.
0: Well- If we're Christians, we can all come around. One thing, Jesus. It's Jesus. He brings us together. Love never fails. You know, this whole time I've just gone. If we just love, if we just love each other, love is never going to fail you.
2: Beautiful.
0: That is that is a law. That is a law of God. That love never fails. Love never fails,
2: fails. and mercy triumphs over judgment. Come on. Come on, man.
0: Come on. (laughs)
2: <laughs> we just need
0: to oh, kind of sit breathe. in this.
1: that was a—that was a selah, selah yes. moment, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. And
0: bring and, your light. Uh, light wow, bringers. we're
1: talking—we're uh, talking to Sam Rodriguez. We're talking about his book *Be Light*. And um, what, a, what light. an amazing thing, you know. It—we it, it, have so many amazing new plans wow. uh, afoot, you know, for some new television. Uh, network some new programs some new you know Good. all also we we want to expand TB and Salsa in a yes. way that it's never expanded before and and you know what we just want to bring that light yeah. uh, In brand new ways and bring it and I love that the way that Isn't it amazing how the the Lord will let it mm-hmm. come full circle when you take all the colors of the rainbow and you and you find them. They they make white light. White light, calling all light bringers. Yeah. Wow, love
0: it. Bring it. Wow. Bring your light. I love it. Samuel, Twenty seconds. Final amazing. thought.
2: This is your year to be light. Yeah. This is your year to not only be blessed but become the greatest blessing to everyone you know. You will shine this year, like you've never shined before. This will be the year you will shine like never before. Get ready. Your world's about to change for good in Jesus' name. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. Love you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of TBN's Praise Podcast. If you enjoyed today's interview, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, and consider leaving a review. We look forward to having you join us back here next week.